This is Brett Miller, guitarist from the Oath of Dagon Kickstarter project, and I'm here with Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Hey everybody, this is John. And this is Vince. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Creating legends one die at a time. Good evening everybody. Welcome to our eighth session of Fear Itself, this awesome game that Neil's been running for us. I'll uh, fill you in from our last episode because we didn't play in December. Not that you guys would know that. But uh, so the last time we... Oh, let's see. I'm going to have to edit already. So we got a, a text from the, uh, from the burner phone. So we were able to, uh, to follow up with that. Uh, Randy was able to pull some digits off the license plate number. So we got a little bit closer to identifying the perpetrator of Randy's beating. In the morning, we got a text. I got a text on my phone, Aaron's phone, uh, that said mailbox. When, uh, Jack had, uh, Aaron convinced that there was a bomb in the mailbox. It led to much consternation very early in the morning. Turns out that there was a postcard from a uh, creepy 50s town. Uh, so we made plans to go out there. There were some videos made. Uh, when we went back out, we were all geared up and uh, we couldn't find the road. And then once we turned off all of our electronic gear, all the cameras and whatnot, uh, the road magically appeared. And we wound up in a little, at Philly's Diner, there was a little soda jerk behind the counter. And uh, we went in and asked for Edward, the mystery man. And uh, he invited us to join his occult organization. Uh, we iris down as he walked away. And uh, there was a discussion at the table between the three heroes as to whether or not they were going to accept that proposition. So I'll uh, kick it over to Neil and we'll pick it up from there. All right. Thanks, guys. Here we are. Hopefully I'm not too punchy. It's been a long day, and it's going to get longer. But uh, <laughs> it blows my mind. This is session eight. I'm like, whoa. Where did – I feel like it was like yesterday that we started this game. So it's uh, that's a good thing. But I'm like, wow. that's We've been going a while. Mm -hmm. so let's, let's get into it. So you guys are uh, at the – uh, you know, hotel, motel, you know, hotel, I guess, inside. Um, I cannot, oh, the goggles and halo is killing me. Um, he looks like Surf Jesus. Yeah, Surf Jesus. That's your new character. <laughs> I feel like you should, we should have like a April Fool's game where like it's all like Surf Jesus shows up and the whole thing's a joke. Uh, <laughs> um, Anywho, uh, so you guys were talking about the offer. I don't think you guys made a decision on that, so it's kind of up to you to figure out. Uh, you've been propositioned by whoever is sort of in charge, uh, or at least the person who's been contacting you in the, uh, the 50s town slash, uh, I guess, out-of-character pocket universe type place to join their organization and uh you know it, he's kind of explained they are uh basically out to stop otherworldly happenings essentially uh and that there are people 
that you're in danger from who uh, either don't know what they're doing and summon or contact things that they shouldn't or areas that have come in contact with those uh, kind of otherworldly dimensions or people that are nefarious and want to, for some reason, summon these things that I never understand why because, quite frankly... I've never seen any movie or heard of anywhere where you can summon a demon and it doesn't immediately murder all of you. None of them go, thanks for the, thanks for the summoning. I'm glad to be back and you're now my best friend. So, but yet they want to do it anyway. And if that happens, it's bad. Uh, so they have people, agents that, uh, that are sent out in theory uh, or discover things on their own uh, that need to be investigated. And you've been offered a uh, position, at least, as uh, potential members. Uh, so you prove yourself. The, the room, by the way, in case anyone wonders, so like the hotel across the street from the diner, uh, when you came in, uh, at least as far as you would have remembered, uh, was empty, essentially. Uh, but now there is, you know, it's a fully furnished, you know, very, not... You know, it's not like the Waldorf or anything in, in New York, but it's a uh, nicely decorated, clean, uh, everything seems fairly new um, hotel, and you have a room for the evening. Uh, each of you have a room to stay, and uh, you're able to converse, get food, do what you need to do, and kind of rest up and take stock of your situation in this crazy situation. All right. So I just, I'm like, you know, like, well, what do you guys think? Right. So like if, you know, if we join, like they're going to take care of us and all. So that's like, that's cool. Uh, and, and, you know, they could, they, you know, Randy, they can protect your mom. They can protect my mom. You know, they, they have resources and stuff, but like, then like, I mean, it's already real shit. Right. I mean, we never knew it was real, but now we know oh, it's we're real. All real. We're listen, we're, we're already fucked anyway. Right, you that's know? what I'm saying. These, these, these things aren't going away. We can get some sort of weaponry or some kind of backup, or you know, I think we got to leverage this for the show too. I mean, why not? If we're all dead men anyway, we might as well go out being famous, right? Well, so he he said that you know, uh, like the things they already know, right? So like, I mean, we can't get away. And then he said that you know we could do stuff with the show. But like they might veto some of it, right? Like, so so we could still do our thing, but I guess we have to run it past them first. Like that's cool, right? Well, I see. I see it as this. Okay, I mean we're gonna be able to do the best of both worlds here. So we're gonna be able to get everything that we want to fight these fuckers, and then also we're gonna be able to do our show. I mean, what's not to like? I mean. Scoldy, wow! I could be Scully. Uh, Jack could be Mulder. Um, Aaron, you could be somebody else. I don't know the Smoking Man. Uh, well, no, he's he probably wasn't. He wasn't really a good guy. But you know, it's like I mean, we're gonna get all these cool things. We're gonna have like laser shooters and like that thing on you know that thing on Men in Black where you know oh you can't know what's going on. And then you know we're gonna get all this cool shit. I mean, what's not to like? I mean, we're gonna be able to play both sides of the field, baby. Like. I'm sorry, but like when I was when I was attacked by that one dude, he was a big burly dude and he kicked my ass. But I got a couple of shots in. But just think about it: if I had like a 
uh, ever uh, otherworldly laser thing that that made him freeze, and then I could punch him in the balls, and then it would be over. I mean, that sounds like a great plan, doesn't it? If you yeah. froze him and punched him in the balls, his balls might shatter. Oh, <laughs> you know what? That fucker deserves it, so I'm okay with that. Maybe even, maybe even cooler. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it'd be cool, like an ice sculpture breaking. Yeah, fun. So, so, so then, then we're in, then, right? Well, yeah. yeah. They said either, you know, they they gave us an open invitation. We just have to say yes. You guys are lucky that I care about you guys and I care about your your opinion because I was just ready to just go across that table and be like, yes, sir, whatever you want to give us to kick some ass and save the world. I'm for it. Well, maybe we should play it a little closer to the vest than that, right? I mean, we, we don't want to seem too eager. Well, obviously, well, that's why I'm talking to you guys right now instead of reaching over the reaching over the table, shaking their hands and going, yes, everything, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll do it. I think we should probably ask the guy, again, What? What? not, not that it's going to change our minds, but there's got to be more risks than that. I mean, find this thing, all of a sudden, you know, what, we're probably looked at more ferociously, maybe, you know, our souls get dragged to some kind of hell or something like that. I mean, you know, there might be a little bit more going on the risk if we join this thing, but my guess is he probably won't, he probably won't tell us if we're going to get dragged to hell. That's probably going to make, you know, it's probably going to steer us away from it. So he's probably not going to mention that. Even if you ask him, he'll probably be like, well, you know, well, there's a lot of things, but you know, maybe that'll happen. Maybe it won't, you know? So, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a salesman basically for this company. You know, he's, He's probably does he he's probably just one of their guys that just says okay do you want to do it or do you want to do it and then he gets a message from this guy who gets another message from this guy and then you know he's probably he's probably like you know the man behind the man behind the man behind the man you just you know he might not know much, very much at all. Well, why don't, why don't we do this, guys? Why don't we just agree to it? But we say we'll do it. But we need protection for your uh, your moms there. Yeah, yeah, they they gotta watch out for my mom. You know, and Randy's mom too. Although yeah, yeah. Randy's mom probably take care of herself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, so I, I mean, I guess do we just ask the 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 soda guy for for Edward? Like, I guess to like call him back up again. I mean, he told us to wait and then like you know to talk it over and then he'd come back. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why don't we? Okay. Now I need to know: Is it? Are we? Is it the night? Is it the day after? Did we sleep? You know, did we get some, you know, supper and then sleep and then wake up? What what's what time of day is it right now? Uh, we went like at noon. I think was the meeting time. So it took us. I think it was like a forty-five minute drive out to an hour, if I remember from the other original session. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So we came in and we ordered food. So it's probably two-ish o'clock. Okay. So we probably had we probably got a good lunch. We're probably ready to go. We're probably well rested. So yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, you know, I think we're good to go. I mean, unless you guys have anything else you really want to you know do, you know. Well, I mean, I kind of want to ask him about the whole like Indian thing. Like, I don't, you know, maybe they know something about that because you know the Washington's far, and it's not like we could drive out there and. You know, I mean, it's just, it's a pain. Like, he might be able to, like, tell me right now what the hell's going on, right? Well, I think you, didn't you ask before, and he he thought he could help you, but he, I don't think he was going to help you unless we, unless we said yes. 
don't know. I, I, I didn't ask him. I, you know, oh. I, I was thinking about it, but oh, you know, okay. everything happened so fast. And then he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah there's monsters and shit. And you know, Hey, we'll, we'll help you if you help us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you got, I mean, we, I mean, I'm sure he, he seemed very cordial. So, you know, I'm sure anything we ask, he'll, you know, be okay with it, with answering, you know, if he has the knowledge. Well, I hope so. I hope they're not going to screw us. We're guys. We're just we're we're so far in at this point. It just doesn't matter. I see. We just got to do it, and 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 we should have some kind of exit strategy too. We got to ask the guy. You know, do we get? Are we done at some point, or is this just you know, going to be like eighty nine years old fucking demon hunter? You know, like what, what's the exit strategy? Yeah, yeah. No, we 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 could ask him that. I mean, that like a retirement plan. Like, how cool would that shit be, right? So we live off the the money from the from the YouTube page and then like, you know, all that stuff. And then, you know, we get retirement from like spooky government agency. Like they got deep pockets, right? I mean, government's government. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a, uh, defeat 10 monsters, get out of jail free. You know, who knows? I mean, yeah, maybe we'll have a, a ghoulie punch card. I don't know. <laughs> Jason could have used that. <laughs> That's true. You got to get his jail out of free card. I'm, I'm sorry, Jason, wherever you are. I hope you're doing good. Uh, all right. Well, so so I, I just I kind of like half stand and kind of like wave my hand over to the to the soda jerk behind the bar, kind of like you know give him the fingers like, hey, come here for a minute. Oh, sorry. I thought you went to the hotel for some reason. Okay. Uh, I guess you wouldn't know the hotel stuff unless you went there. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, then okay, did I mishear you? I was reading something. Uh, was Iris the? Who was Iris in your recap? Sorry, uh, I, didn't I lost that. I didn't have that on the web. Now I'm fully web 2.0. Everything is shared on Google. Uh, Natalie was the hostess at the hotel. Uh, uh, there we go. Edward was the is our contact. I don't think the soda jerk had a name other than soda jerk. No, he does not. <laughs> not no, he does not to you. Um, I didn't have that one at all. Uh, okay. Yeah, I thought you'd gone to the hotel for some reason, but okay, we can we can do it at the thing as well. Uh, yeah, the soda jerk comes over. Yeah. Uh, um, what can I get you, gents? So, uh, you know, can you get Edward to come back? Like he kind of left us here to to talk about stuff, and you know, we we kind of figured out what's going on. So, you know, we'd like to talk to him again before we you know before we get out of here. Oh, uh, yeah, sure, boys. Uh, just one second. Uh, I'm sure he'll be here and uh, just the drop of a hat. Uh, thanks. That's that's great. Uh, can I get another uh, cup of coffee? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He uh, goes and gets the coffee pot, tops it up. Anything else uh, any of you guys need? Edward said anything you want. It's on him, so. Can I get a grilled cheese? Coming up. Thank you. Go ahead, you Randy. Have, do you guys have donuts? Donuts? What do you mean we have donuts? We have powdered donuts. We have cinnamon sugar donuts. We have plain donuts. We've got glazed donuts. If you want something extra other than that, then you better go to some other fancy town, Sonny. But we've got the okay, best I'll donuts you've ever had otherwise. All American okay, donuts. Two, I'll take two baker's dozens. Wait, what? To well, go, no, to go, for, right? For, for yeah, for later when I'm hungry, guys. Jeez, 
Oh, just, all right, because well, a, just because I have a little a little love handle here and there doesn't mean I'm gonna eat this whole these whole damn boxes. Oh, you, well, you made me nervous. I mean, we can't afford you to have a stroke now or something. I mean, we're yeah, gonna it'll you know. be fine. This 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 machine's been running pretty good for a very long time, so ain't nothing gonna happen. Don't worry about that. Uh, okay. Yeah, it looks like he's a growing boy. Growing out. <laughs> he heads back out. Boy, he really he really is a soda jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then he uh he laughs, goes behind, gets the he goes and gets the coffee, starts uh putting together the uh grilled cheese. Uh, he goes back in the kitchen, you hear some you know, hear him telling some folks to start getting stuff ready. Um you wait about well, by the time the grilled cheese comes out, uh, the boxes of donuts come out, um, you know, maybe five minutes after. Uh, Edward walks in the door, uh, sits down cordially uh, at your booth. So, boys, it seems like you wanted to talk to me. Is something you want to say? Have you come to your decision? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we have. Uh, I mean, like we're we're all in because you know. I mean, it seems like we're damned if we do and damned if we don't, right? Well, I wouldn't say that, but that's top notch, sons, top notch. Uh, well, so yeah, right, so we have a couple of concerns. First, um, you know, oh, Randy's. Absolutely. You know, his mom's house was broken into, and and you know, my mom lives by herself, and you know, I don't live too far, but you know, if we're gonna. You know, if we're going to travel and, you know, kind of people, you know, you said people kind of know who we are now. So, you know, can you protect them, like, reliably protect them from this stuff? Well, we can definitely do our best. I can't guarantee 100% anyone's safety based on, I'm going to be, I'm going to be frank with you, gentlemen, your activities uh, put you directly square in the crosshairs of some rather nefarious folks. So I can definitely, if you're willing to join up and help us out, I'm more than happy to talk to our security teams and make sure that we keep an eye on uh, all of your parents and uh, keep them safe while you're off uh, fighting the good fight. Okay. All right. Well, I, yeah. I, I mean, if the pay is good, I mean, I got, you know, we could put in like a, you know, home security system too. Like, I guess that'll help against uh, people anyway. I mean, I'll help against monsters. Well, then, I mean, I wouldn't say as far that there's no help against monsters. I mean, and we could certainly be some help depending on the monster, but I'm just going to say, let's just say barring some apocalyptic maneuvers, I think we could keep them relatively safe uh, as long as you cooperate with what we're asking you to do and don't continue to publicize certain activities as prolifically as you have. As long as you're not getting too much attention or as long as the attention's focused on you, they won't go after them see you'll be more on the offensive and in this case they'd rather certainly uh take up any any issues they have directly with yourselves versus trying to use your parents against you okay i look over at randy and and like mm, is that okay yeah sounds good to me 
I mean, it's 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 a million times better probably than what we had previously. Okay. Uh, well, so uh, well, and that's one of the other questions. And like, you know, we have this whole YouTube thing, and like, it's getting super popular, and you know, we're getting tons of hits and stuff now. So, uh, are, can we not do that at all? Or well, that's an interesting work? question. Normally, I would say no. Just cut that right out. No words. There is no place for that in our organization. But there's something to be said for uh, less than forthcoming information to the general public, as well as uh, value in, I don't know, what would you call it? Hiding in plain sight? No one would suspect would-be paranormal investigators publishing on the internet to be actual professional supernatural hunters so there is some value uh in continuing your activities but certainly we would want you to censor those significantly as of your previous postings within the last few months certainly showing and verifying the existence of supernatural activity as well as the locations in which you are finding them is dangerous to you, to the organization, and quite frankly, to the world. We wouldn't want anyone following in your footsteps. So maybe more judicious editing, akin to the things you would see normally on the kitschy shows you see on television. Oh, something moved. Oh, something there. Oh, a shadow. Oh, a thermal signature. You know, things that give a good scare, something that could leave everything to the imagination. Uh, things that won't necessarily terrify and confuse your audience. I, I mean, I guess we can do that. I, I mean, I think that's probably going to lose us all of our credibility. I mean, uh, right, guys? I mean... It's it's the monsters that that brings all the views. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Um, oh, well, well, perhaps well, perhaps, perhaps we can figure out a way to do some sort of disinfo campaign with it. I mean, is there a way we could show some actual, real clips, but not let anybody know where they were and possibly use it advantage uh, as disinformation? To our enemies? It could take some creative thinking. It's possible. Uh, I'm still, depending on what it is you'd like to show, I wouldn't recommend showing, I would say, directly uh, or candidly some of the things you will see. Not only would it be quite dangerous for the public to see these things, uh, particularly as you would gain in fame, uh, but also many of them, regardless of where you say you are, the agencies and organizations working against us have their ways of finding out where exactly you were operating. I would recommend taking a look at the ratings and the views of some of your competitors who, I can assure you, have not witnessed any true supernatural activity they are quite successful in those careers and then 
additional others in television without having shown anything that actually exists. I'm not saying you can't show what you're doing. I'm not saying you can't even show some of the components of what you do see. But I cannot, with my clearance, allow you to directly show the beings that you may encounter, similar to the one that you dispatched and flagrantly posted. Well, we're not going to we're not going to show we're not we're not going to show anybody blowing fucking things head off or anything like that anyway. So perhaps let me let me be clear. Uh, when you were attacked by the monster, there was a lot of shaky camera work. Uh, panic, jostling of the camera, a few clips. Could it be a supernatural creature? Perhaps. Could it be someone in a suit? Could it have been uh, computer-generated? All of those are possibilities. All of those leave everything to the imagination. In that case, certainly, I think you would have more than enough footage, more than enough material to make that happen, but I don't see the point in necessarily giving you that entire showing it running straight to you with your GoPro and shooting its head off with a shotgun would be incredibly difficult cool. to fake. Uh, I would say... So, so, basically, so basically we're going to be the Blair Witch Project except good. That's basically all we have to do. Mm, you could say that, yeah. I, well, I mean, I guess that's fair. I mean, if, if cool. you know... Yeah, yeah. I do, is, do a lot of crying and snotting. I'm really pretty good at that. Supernatural creatures to the public. I thought your goal was to make money and be famous ghost hunters or famous whatever hunters. Uh, who cares if you're showing the full footage? In that you're you, you're a hundred percent better than everyone else in the field. They make all of their garbage up. At least you would know it exists, and you're showing some of the truth, but censored so that no one can say have a psychotic break at the prospect of what you're seeing being real. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, 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 that, that's, yeah, that's I'm fair. Cool. I'm cool with that. Hey, now, here's a question. Um, these cops off of our back, because now we're involved in an investigation with the police. Ah, uh, what is this investigation? What are they interested in you for? Well, well you want to tell them? You go ahead and tell them. Well, one of the cops... Uh, saw the severed head. Uh, um, but, but he's on our side, though. I mean, well, I mean, he was pretty fucked up the last time that we talked to him on the phone, but he, he's theoretically on our side. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Is there a, you know, we are technically involved. He got involved because of Randy's, um, Randy's beating. And then he was also involved in uh, the, the break-in. So he definitely knows that there's some fishy shit going on. Uh, we can deal with that officer and offer him the counseling he needs in order to regain uh, his composure. If indeed he, he seems to be at all unhinged. But I would like to highlight this situation as something we could help you with. Number one, I would discourage you... Mm, let me rephrase that. We would prohibit you from exposing any civilians, anyone with outside of our organization, from witnessing uh, or 
being exposed to any of the artifacts, creatures, beings, entities, residual components, anything that you might be experiencing that may be of questionable nature that may not fit with, let's say, the common world view, we would simply ask you not, we would simply ask you to hide those from the general public and we would certainly be a resource uh, to you to be able to dispose of them properly, categorize them, uh, store them safely, and uh, not make anyone go insane. So we can help, uh, and we will make sure the local law enforcement uh, does not have any additional questions. Uh, we do have some influence now. I will remind you, this is not a all-powerful, secret, behind-the-scenes organization situation. This is not a movie. You cannot go down Main Street running and gunning and playing Grand Theft Auto in your head and then expect us to get you out of jail. In that case, we wouldn't have heard of you. We have never spoken to you. And, of course, we don't exist, so no one would ask. So we will not, of course, get you any of that kind of trouble. Play by the rules. Do your job. You help us, and we will make sure that we help you. But we do have limitations. But, I mean, I just that, want you to that understand that. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the 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 Officer Jeffries, that was my bad. I mean, we were at Randy's house, and, and there were cops all over the place, and, 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 you know, we were telling him what was going on, and I, and I slipped and told him about the head, and, you know, then I showed him, and, yeah, he's, oh, he's, not, he's, 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 not too, he's not too good. I get it. We've all made mistakes. We've been, I, I've been a young agent. I've been out in the field seeing things that I never thought I would see, and before the organization – provided me enough guidance, so you'll make mistakes. But I would just like to ask you to consider these decisions and do your best to insulate those outside of the circle who know about this, uh, insulate them from knowing these things. Uh, as you know, or as, as you may be aware, as you perceive or seek out these entities, these otherworldly beings, they have a habit of then finding you. And so the more people who are exposed, the more people who are in danger. We may not always be able to incorporate all of them into the organization or even be able to protect all of these people. Hence, you cannot put everything you see on the internet and be a famous multimillionaire from explicitly showing perhaps horrific creatures that might be unthinkable. It's just, in that case, you might as well be a member of the organizations working against us. It will only increase the strength uh, of the creatures. And trust me, they do not have our best intentions at heart. As a matter of fact, they have no intentions at heart other than destruction and chaos. Well, so uh, are we going to go crazy? Like, if like if you're saying that watching a video is going to make somebody crazy, and then we have to go kill it, are we going to be crazy? Like, can you help with that? 
we can. There's uh, there are a number of ways that uh, we can mitigate the effects of these creatures on your psyche. Uh, not only do we offer a safe respite, as I have shown you, uh, there is uh, we do have technologies uh, and information that may allow you to be. Uh, Again, insulated to dampen the effect of these uh, creatures on you. Uh, and of course, as you are exposed to more of these, the shock uh, does somewhat wear off. Uh, of course, I can't tell you that none of our agents have gone off the deep end or done some particularly nasty things, becoming monsters themselves in the process of hunting these creatures, but like real fucking monsters, like monsters, monsters, uh, metaphorical monsters, not. Oh, okay. okay. Well, okay. Well, there's okay. Well, okay. I'll yeah, be metaphorical. Wait a minute. We just, we, the first thing we fought was a weird bird lady with, with shit. sewn her eyes. I think that's not a metaphorical fucking monster. I think that's a real monster, sir. Well, I, I didn't say that there weren't monsters. I'm saying she was not a human who turned into a monster. She was a monster. So let's be fair. A few of them did turn into monsters. Actual monsters. But those were... Wait a minute. People have turned into monsters? I mean, you could call them monsters. They're supernatural. Have they turned into monsters? That's what I'm saying. Is If you play by the rules, if you're smart, if you utilize your resources appropriately, there's a very good chance you won't turn into monsters. Okay, wait Literally. a minute. Okay, if we're talking about a pretty good chance, I mean, what are we looking at here? Are we looking at 90% or are we looking at 20% here? What's a really good chance we're not going to turn into monsters? Literal monsters or figurative monsters? Either or. You choose. 50-50. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a great chance. I, I'm, guys, can we can we talk for a second? <laughs> Well, I, I mean, we already, I mean, we already told him we were going to do it. Yeah, but there's a chance, I, you there's a 50-50 chance not... we could turn into a monster. Well, but literally I, or figuratively. You, listen, Randy, this guy beat the shit out of you. They know where your mom lives. You're, you're dead if we don't do this, basically. So let's just, let's just do it. Yeah, but, yeah, but what if I become a monster and I eat my mom? I mean, this doesn't sound... I don't know. This doesn't sound safe. Very few of our agents have become cannibals. Particularly of okay. their family members. Okay, wait a minute. You said Almost <laughs> none of them have eaten their family members. Yeah, but you didn't say 100% of them. So now uh, I almost, just... Okay, look. As far as it's been one. To my knowledge, one agent and we've had i can't disclose how many we've had a number of agents let's just say the odds are low very low that you one become a cannibal and two target family members for your cannibal to satiate your cannibalism at, upon being exposed to any of these creatures and let's not forget by there's a higher calling here. Our agents aren't working for themselves or just their parents. They're working for the sake of humanity. They are literally putting their lives 
on the line to hold back the forces of evil from this world. It is a greater calling, a greater good. And in many cases, well, let's not say many, it's not most, but over the years, if you are in the game long enough, there are greater chances and taking you'll potentially take more risks that leave you susceptible to madness. Now, are all of them debilitating? No. Some are simply delusional or anxious or paranoid or the people you see chattering to some unseen entity on the streets of New York. Some of those may have been agents, some of them may not have been. But we will do our best. Many get overzealous in their uh, pursuits or even turn double agent, in which case the chances are even greater that you turn into someone or something distasteful. So I would highly discourage you from entertaining the thought of working with your enemies, no matter what the reward may be. No, Dude, fuck those guys. But you you could be like St. Patrick driving all the fucking monsters out of, like, America and shit. Amen, okay. brother. Yeah. I, I go I'm for sorry. the high five. See high five. <laughs> sorry, Aaron. I'm not Irish. I don't know that. I don't know that tale. Um, so I don't know guys. Okay. So I get it. It's, it's daunting. It's, it could, it could make us all go crazy, but as long as I got you guys, I suppose it can't all be bad. Right. So yeah. Okay, fine. I'm still in. Dude, look, if, if you turn into a cannibal, I will kill you before you eat your mom. I promise you that. Okay. That makes me feel a hundred percent better. I knew I was right to talk to you guys. Well, and, and don't forget, guys. So, so look, uh, Edward. Um, so, you know, apparently, like, I have a, a Huron Indian spirit watching over me, and I do like the air quotes. Um, is, can you, like, do you know anything about that kind of stuff? Like, does this sort of stuff fall under your purview, or is that, like, something else entirely? I mean, because, like, if we've got spirit power behind us. Mm, fascinating. Uh, tell me more about this. So when exactly did you, did you see an entity? Have you felt a presence? Well, so here's the thing, right? So I didn't know it. Hold on. I'm give my kid a kiss because she just came home. Um, so uh, apparently, like, when all this weird stuff started happening, like, I was having a conversation with my mom and, you know, she said that there was this weird rhyme that I used to say when I was little. And then, uh, so we dug around up in the attic and, 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 and we found it. I mean, I, I could tell you what it is, but then she used to say that I would sit out in the yard and like stare out like into the yard and there was stuff with like some weird crow or something. Mm, so thing. Okay. He takes out a notepad and starts taking notes. Um, and it, so it was, it was an old spirit who supposedly helped to create the world. And, and then I, I had like, I think I had a weird vision or something, right, Randy? And, and you know, the, the, so the, something about staying on the right path, like it was really weird. So I found out that my, my, I, one of, one of my relatives was a, a Native American woman, Adouette Connor. On my mom's side. Okay. okay. Interesting. So, All right. This is fascinating. This is 
was this do you know was this spirit uh or entity did it contact you before or after you were exposed to the sisterite that attacked you uh so i i mean i guess it sort of came to a head afterwards but like i said my mom said there was all this kind of like you know weird stuff like she mm -hmm. thought it was just me being a kid but well i i will say i can't tell you any information offhand but it's definitely not outside of our purview uh spirits and spiritual beliefs are often embedded in uh quite literal uh evidence and many of the native american tribes of the americas have had uh, worshipped nature spirits uh world creating spirits and uh, many of these entities we believe whether they did create these things uh, or, or are simply feeding the mythology uh, and, and giving their audience what they want uh, are indeed potentially real and of very powerful beings, uh, particularly if they presented themselves to you uh, through your bloodline and again upon being exposed to the creatures from other dimensions i will certainly look into this any more information you could give me i will take down as notes and i will get back to you as soon as i can it sounds like something that we may be able to shake some trees and find a little more information for you the question is whether this spirit truly is a protector or some sort of con man trying to woo you into a false sense of security or that he is perhaps a guardian angel when indeed he's seeking So what about support. training? What, uh, what kind of training are we going to have? Well, I'd like to call that on-the-job training. You'll be sent on relatively <clears throat> safe or so missions to start. Uh, unfortunately, we can't, we don't have a boot camp. Uh, there are no Harry Potter wizarding worlds and schools where you'll learn incantations and spells and wizardly wobbles or whatever bullshit that's in those books. You'll never, like, you gotta learn as you go and we'll put you on more terrestrial uh, cases to start. Nothing elder gaudy or the like if you're a fan of Lovecraft. Nothing of that sort where you look into the face of chaos and your mind breaks. Those are relatively rare anyway, and we have seasoned agents for that sort of thing. Uh, we'll provide you information as much as we can. Uh, in many cases, we don't know anything about these. These are new creatures, new summons, new bleeds into our world from other worlds. So you'll learn as you go. We will have as much information as we can give you, but I believe your sharp mind and keen senses are going to serve you better than a training with an assault rifle or a grenade launcher. That uh, that's a good segue. What kind of what kind of weaponry are we looking at here? Do we have anything that you guys can provide us that'll help besides the knowledge? Well, that de 
depends on the entity. I suppose if you found something that needed bigger firepower, we could try to find you some heavier loaded weaponry. However, standard inconspicuous firearms could be acquired for sure. Uh, as I said, the local police force, we have some pull. We do have favors owed. However, we are not a government agency. We are not an official law enforcement division. We cannot interfere if you are walking again with an assault rifle down Main Street and arrested. I'm sorry. That was your harm, your foul. You are going to jail, sir. I would say this is not Ghostbusters. We don't have proton packs. So if you want to try to shoot a ghost with a machine gun, go ahead and try it. But knowing why that ghost is there and how to get rid of it is probably going to get you much farther than any weaponry that we could provide you. All right. Sounds fair enough. Do we have to sign something? No, your word is your bond. Uh, well, you know, well, one other thing, you know, Jack kind of brought this up before you got here. So, like, is there some kind of an exit strategy or, like, are we going to do this forever? Well, that's entirely up to you. Many agents, once they know what they know, can't stop pursuing this evil. They feel like it is their calling to do everything in their power to end every possible threat to humanity. On the other hand, there are agents who graduate out and live fairly comfortably, assuming they are well-adjusted and pass our exit exams, mostly psychological batteries, uh, to make sure they, again, don't eat their families. And we are able to secure you a fairly comfortable living. I wouldn't call it extravagant. You won't be living like the King of England, but certainly wouldn't want for food, shelter, clothing, the standard go-to-the-movies. You wouldn't be skimming to find popcorn. However, I have a hard time believing after what you would go through, any movie is going to be as entertaining as putting an end to a despicable entity that's hell-bent on destroying the world. Okay, okay, let's not go too far. My Evil Dead trilogy is still it's still great. So, I mean, you might like it, but what if you yourself were Ash? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I, I really, I, I appreciate the thought, but nobody is Ash. Ash is Ash. I would just be, you know, I don't know, his best friend. If you make it to retirement, assuming you want to, you would be able to kick Ash's ass. Damn, he went there, Andy. Oh, yeah, I'm sold. (laughs) So, well, so should, I mean, are we going to, like, quit our regular jobs then? Like, I mean, we're going to get paid, like, decent, so, you know, Randy doesn't have to go to that shitty office anymore and I can stop bartending? We can subsidize your activities, but in order to make sure everyone is on the up and up, make sure you can maintain your covers we will employ you at businesses that are similar to, that suit your skills, but may be more understanding 
of an extended leave of absence in the, in the an emergency where we would have to send you somewhere not necessarily local. But again, you want to be seen as normal, everyday citizens. You don't want to be seen as... You want to make sure there's tax records, that there are uh, a money trail. There's a paper trail showing that you are indeed a legitimate citizen so that those out to find members of our organization aren't able to easily determine, now that you are on their radar, that you are indeed working for us. It would seem very odd if you all suddenly quit your jobs and were out gallivanting around without any resources and suddenly show up with fancy cars and throwing money around to bribe people. Uh, it's not going to... Okay, so, what, so, what, uh, so what business are, are you going to be setting up? Well, it seems like you all are uh, fairly well suited. I think we have a shipping company that we uh, use in which clearly you are a driver. Uh, you're able, you carry a commercial license. So that certainly makes sense. Randy has a significant amount of IT experience. And of course, logistics, uh, information technology is very uh, complex and uh, maintaining inventory systems and optimizing workflows and route schedules uh, is clearly something that he could be programming. And Aaron uh, is uh, more than, he seems more than willing to uh, be a leader. And so I think foreman and uh, manager uh, of, of a location would be more than adequate. There will, of course, be other employees you will report to a director who is on site. Uh, the other employees do not necessarily know that you are agents. So do not discuss any business at the location. But if you need time off, the director will certainly be understanding of your needs as well. I believe that would suit your personalities and skill set unless you believe otherwise we're open to negotiations. I'm, I'm ready for a change anyway, so this will be good. I think you get to keep your truck. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I, well, all right, so one last question. I know I, I keep saying one more question, but one more question. There's always a lot of questions. This is what I like about you guys. You leave no stone unturned, and that's exactly why you're sitting here. What the fuck was that thing that we killed? This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.